Welcome back, Rip City. I'm your host, Gary Hassan, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast, locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, the city of bridges, Stumptown PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me today is Gary Hayman. My guy, thank you so much. Uh, love being on. Uh, had a great time last time, and you know, you're one of my best friends, so I'm not mad. Getting to chop it up, talk a little Blazers, you know, we're, what, 22 games in? See what's gonna happen. Dude, we are 22 games in. Today we're going to be recording without Tim. Tim's unfortunately come down with uh, some sort of sickness. So we're hoping he gets back right and uh, good to go soon. But uh, we're going to do this. The uh, finest from Milwaukee High School, Gary and Gary. Let's do it. Let's go, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mustang born. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I haven't said that in 20 years. I know, right? <laughs> I I just I just said that to somebody a couple weeks ago, like online, and like it felt so weird. Like it made me think of Mr. Buckles, you know? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Uh, Gilbert. Right, man. <laughs> but how was your uh, your uh, thing Thanksgiving though, man? Oh, it was pretty good, man. Um, you know, we got a four month old baby, so it's a little hard to get out these days. Uh, and luckily, our neighbor upstairs invited us up. So we got Ooh. to not have to cook. We, you know, we just got to hang out for as long as we could. And it was, it was super chill, man. How about you? Man, I mean, it was good. So me and me and my son, Evan, he's, he's 17. We went uh, over to the Coliseum and uh, we watched Duke play Oregon State. And then the second game was um, Xavier versus Florida. And then we watched like, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes of that or something like that and left after that to go enjoy some thanksgiving festivities and i went home and uh ate a ton of greens and a ton of macaroni and cheese and uh talk about those are my two favorite dishes (laughs) 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 i can eat eat nothing but that dude isn't that so okay so what's your favorite thanksgiving dish you think like all time like if you had to just have one what what are you going with greens I had, I had some fire greens, man. Yeah. I was greens all day, <laughs> all day. Um, man, I heard, I, I heard Oregon State hung in there with Duke. Is that was dude? That was a good game. Like they were pretty close. Uh, it was a pretty good game. Um, Oregon State did end up losing. I honestly thought it was going to be a complete blowout. There were so many Duke fans there, though. Too, it was crazy. Like the the stadium was like all blue, basically. That's what happens when you have a, such a dominant team. You know, you're, you're going to have have team like fans in yeah. some area that just root for a team that's been yeah. so dominant so long. Yeah, yeah, it's real. I mean, we we uh, went out and walked around at halftime, and like I ran into one of my old uh, college teammates, and then uh, Tayshawn Prince was there too. And like, oh, so so my son is like six eight, six nine, and like he walked by Tayshawn and Tayshawn had a good couple inches on him. So I don't know if Tayshawn's taller than 6'10 or if my son is not 6'8 or 6'9. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but, uh, right. But uh, right now, so the Blazers are 11 and 11. And if the playoffs started today, they would not make the playoffs. They w- wouldn't even be in the playoff tournament. It's crazy because they're 2 and 8 in their last 10. But I mean, you look at teams that they're kind of battling it out with you know for that that final spot or the play on spot like the lakers golden state and sacramento and those teams are seven and three yeah and, it's early it's early they'll panic everybody right 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 and i think that's the thing like i think us you know as is blazer fans you know we have a tendency to sometimes like overvalue players and sometimes as well you know we kind of have a tendency to freak out you know if we lose you know a couple games but i think honestly like this is just the the (laughs) situation you know being a blazer fan and uh just the the situation of a season it's a long season you know long season i mean portland fans that we get crazy when they're winning think they're going to win it all and then when they're losing the sky's falling and it's time to trade everybody right exactly i mean (laughs) one of of my favorite sayings is if you live for the chairs you're going to die for the booze um you know and i think that 
Dame does a good job, you know, of kind of living by that. And uh, you never really see him get too high or too low, you know. And I think that, yeah. uh, you know, we as Blazer fans kind of got to have that same mindset as well, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's too early to worry. I mean, I think because the Blazers came out so hot, they gave us a visual of what they could be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think they've been a little injury injury plagued. So, you know, I think they were, they started off with like, oh, damn, this is going to be their identity. And then all of a sudden, you know, a couple injuries happen. I think, you know, Billups is still trying to figure out his rotations. Uh, you know, Eubanks is way better than I thought he was going to be. Dude. Right. Grant is a monster. Nurk is playing well. Like, Simons is a little inconsistent, but, you know, he's starting to find a little groove. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm not sure about Hart. I think he gets a lot of minutes, and I don't know if I like all those minutes. I think, like, Shaden might need to take a couple of those. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, Winslow plays a lot. And he, he's pretty yeah. efficient, so I'm, I'm a little concerned about that. Um, but I think... I think if the Blazers play some defense and are more of a defensive first squad, kind of like how the Warriors are, you know, the Warriors, when they're not deep, when they're not, they don't have that defense figured out. They're usually turning the ball over a bunch on the offensive end and they don't get a lot of easy baskets. And I felt like that first 10 games that the Blazers played is their defense was super solid. I think they were top five for those 10 games mm-hmm. and they had good teams. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. I think I think if Chauncey kind of starts to turn the ship back to let's play some defense first, you know, it makes some of the more inefficient guys like Winslow and Hart, uh, you know, gets them a little easier shots so they don't have to create themselves because they're not great at creating. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like we we seen the the peak of the the Blazers, um, you know, and hopefully it's not the the peak of the season. You know, hopefully they can kind of turn turn it around and get healthy. Um, you know, just like you said, man, we have so many injuries in this team. You know, there's so many guys that are hurt. But you know, I, I just think you know the the key is just you know not being so worried. You know, so I think you know when when you look at teams like the the Lakers and Warriors and teams of that sort, like those fans aren't really freaking out, you know what I mean? Especially the, the, the Warriors, but, uh, but I mean, we'll see. Um, so I was kind of thinking about this last week, um, but I'm kind of worried about Jeremy Grant, honestly. I mean, for me, I, I, I love watching the uh, dude play. Like the dude is a monster. Like uh, some people, you know, can compare him to uh, Darius Miles, you know, like a better version of Darius Miles. You know, some people yeah, that's compare him. Yeah. 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 Some people can compare him to maybe like Vince Carter or T-Mac or something like that. Um, but I just think like we're for one, so, so lucky to have this dude, but we're just expecting so much from him to like, go out and score 20 plus to grab, you know, three, four rebounds, but to go down and lock down the best offensive player on the other end. It's uh, it's tough. I mean, he doesn't have any help, you know, to kind of, like, he is one of the sole creators as far as like, I mean, Simons is all right, but he's, I think he's pretty inconsistent at the moment, being as young as he is and being asked again this year to, you know, have a pretty heavy workload and a lot of responsibility when we're kind of expecting Dame to be here mm-hmm. to shoulder that. I think we saw when Dame was here that, you know, him and Grant, you know, could really be, uh, you know, work well together and Grant won't have to carry so much that load. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. I think I'm not worried about him. I, I think, I think what we need from him is being a defensive anchor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be good, you know, to not actually put so much offensive pressure on him because he is having to create so much. And mm-hmm. um, I think we hang in games a lot because of him. But, uh, you know, obviously it's not sustainable throughout 82 games. Then if we get into the playoffs, you don't want to run him into the ground right away. No, definitely not. So, I mean, the, the thing about it is, like, he's doing everything on the court. I mean, he's shooting, he's driving, he's playing defense. And I, I just... I get that, you know, he's he's playing for a contract and everything, but I just don't want to, uh, you know, see us get to the play-in tournament or get, you know, maybe like a, a seventh or eighth seed. And then by the time we get there, you know, we're going to be playing 
whoever the the first and second seed is and then we're going to be burnt out um hopefully you know dame can 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 come back and kind of steer steer the ship and get us you know like in the right direction um you know we still got you know some guys coming back you know we got a lot of guys hurt and then um gp2 man man, i'm i can't wait to see him i am so excited yeah man i'm i'm so excited just to see him you know kind of come back and kind of entrench himself you know on the offense um to to maybe see him you know maybe play the the point guard role you know like a little bit more so 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 we'll kind of see what what Winslow can do um you know what I'm saying because if because if GP2's in you know I'm thinking that he'll be more of like a facilitator and stuff like that so will Winslow be able to play without the ball you know in his hands more you know Uh, yeah Uh, I'm a little I'm unsure about Winslow and his ability um on that aspect I love how much of a dog he is a lot of heart and like that's the identity the team needs to keep I think Mm -hmm. But I think as far as like you being worried about, you know, Grant, I'm I'm actually worried about Dame. Yeah. I'm concerned about his health. You know. Yeah. And so you get a certain age and these little nagging injuries come up, except especially these soft tissue ones, you know, and you've already seen it. He's injured it twice this year. You don't want that to turn into an Achilles or don't even mention that word. Back too soon, but you know, it's like we're what does another year without him look like? Because, you know, in order in order to be a, a real playoff team, which I think this team is when everybody, you know, I, th- I think they're better than advertised, you know, better than we thought when we first talked. I th- yeah. you know, think instead of a play-in team, maybe they're a middle-of-the-pack team. And I, I honestly think the West is wide open. And, you know, we, you know, we competed against all the major Western Conference teams so far. We beat the Suns. You know, it looked like we could beat the Grizzlies even without Dame. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but I feel like once again, we have to get that defensive identity back. We need Nurk to be, you know, the quarterback in, the, in back or even even Grant. I think if one of those two guys really, really make sure that defense is running good, I think I think the offense takes care of itself when everybody's back. Yeah. And, you know, that's what I'm I'm looking forward to, you know. Hopefully at some point, you know, we can get, you know, most of our guys back and healthy. But, man, there's just so many guys uh, that are hurt out there. Um, Is there, like, any other players that you're worried about, you know, whether it's them having injuries or just the way they're they're playing in general? Or would you just say Damien? You know, I I think you know Grant's better than advertised. Simmons is kind of finding, or Simons is finding his little rhythm and stuff. So I, I think his inconsistencies, we will probably see a lot of that for this year. And mm-hmm. you know, because he's still pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nurk's Nurk's playing pretty well. I I would like to see him have a little more minutes, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I think Hart's good. I just don't like when he has to do too much as well. And it's, thing with like Nas, Nas too, you know, but when yeah. you, when you look into the box score, you see like, they're being a little careless with the ball. Yeah. I think uh, we're like, I don't know. We're in the bo- more bottom half of turnovers in the league. 22nd, 22nd yeah. turnovers. Yeah. You're, you're going to shoot yourself in the foot every single time doing that. It's just like the Warriors. We'll watch the Warriors down here. They're the same exact way. Right. And like, you know, this is a, so, so a team like the, the Warriors, you know, they have great coaches. They have a great, they have a great front office and you know they have curry and thompson and green you know all these guys and it's like here you really have you really can't be as careless you know with the ball you know you you have to make every position value every single possession so yeah you know especially especially playing you know in this game we we play in now you know the nba is built on pace and space you have to play you know um so if you're not able to do that and you're and you're turning the ball over a lot, it makes it a lot tougher. Um, you know, I think for me, somebody that I'm worried about honestly is uh Nas, man. Yeah. I was I was super excited to see this guy, you know, get his contract. I, I think he got four years and twenty-eight million or something like that. And I was super excited, you know, for him to get that money because I thought it was a good deal for the Blazers. Um, you know, I thought it was a good deal. 
for him as well. You know, I think that I really wanted to to see him come in and step up and play more. But you know, yeah, his his points are down, his rebounds are down, and now he's he's hurt. You know, he just fractured his hip, so now he's out for six weeks. Um, On that play too, he was out yeah. of control. Real, yeah, out of control. Yeah, yeah. So, so hopefully, you know, when he 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 gets it back, you know, he can turn it around and. Uh, you know, we're we're talking about players, you know, that we're excited for or worried about. And speaking of that, what do you think of uh, Shaden? Um, so do you think that he could be playing better? Do you think he should be playing more? What do you think? Uh, he needs more minutes. Yeah. Needs I think not a ton more minutes, but I think uh, he needs to take a few minutes from folks. I, and I, because he's a, he's a big 6'6", six, six, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Out there on the court, I'm like, are you sure he's not 6'8"? Mm-hmm. Right. With like a six eleven wingspan, the dude, yeah. the dude is so silky smooth. I was actually just thinking about this today, and I'm like, he's like, he reminds me of Paul George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he is, his moves are silky. The way he finishes with his left going right, I'm just like, how is this guy 19 years old? And so like, he's gonna be inconsistent, but I think yeah. I, he's nasty. I, I think he's going to be an all-star I, I think the sky is the limit for him so uh, I, I understand you know he's got to work his way into the lineup and stuff but I would like to see him a little more for sure what about you right now right. I mean you can kind of see you know what what Chauncey feels about him you know because I feel like you know for for most of these coaches you know that I mean for a, a lot of these coaches they want to keep their job you know they want to win and stuff you yeah. know so <laughs> Sure. A lot of the times, you know, if the, the pick's not a top three pick, these rookies are not going to get a lot of time, you know, especially for a team that's fighting for the playoffs, you know, like it, it might be different, you know, for a team that's, uh, you know, gunning to win 10 games and go 10, 10 and 72 or, yeah. or, or something like that, you know, and I think that, man, like, I would definitely like to see him get more minutes, you know, but still, you know, I think, I think it's tough because for me i i love watching josh hart play like he's just he's just one of those guys that like i would want to play with you know what i mean because he's what like listed at six four six five but he's he's out there dominating the glass he's playing big on defense and stuff like that and on the offensive end like he doesn't really need the ball like yeah. in his hands with like isos and stuff to score you know no, i like josh Hart a lot i just think we're asking him to do a little more yeah and, you know you know when you when you have certain players like you can like a, a grant you can actually get a ton out of him you can play him roughly mm-hmm. minutes and mm-hmm. you're, you're not maxing him out so much but i feel like a player like Hart, who is a role player you know once you once you start playing those guys, those big, huge minutes, and you know, he's not, like you said, he's, he doesn't really need to shoot, but when we need points and stuff like that, it's like, yeah. we, I feel like we might be just putting a little too much on him. Yeah. To where if you kind of pull him back and like you focus on what he's strongest at, and yeah. just feel like the same with Winslow and like when yeah. comes, it's like, you want to put those guys in the best place to succeed mm-hmm. because we're so injured uh that those guys are having to play outside of themselves a little bit and it, the game's a little uglier than it was those first 10 games man you know you're right you're right and i think that um just just like you're saying you know with with all the injuries and stuff it makes it tough but uh, uh sharp like i don't like i can't remember a 19 year old that was just this silky smooth like I don't know, like it just seems like everything that he does is just like I don't know, like he he, he just makes the game look so easy. But it's yeah. like, you know, he's he's probably six seven or six eight. Like he's got like a forty punch plus inch vert. The dude can shoot the lights out, you know. And like it's not like he's, you know, shooting bad from the field because the dude has a good percentage most of the games. And I, yeah. so I just think. The That's only the knock I have on him is that he yeah. shoots 65% from the free throw line. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's but, real. That's real. But other than, other than that, the dude, the, like you say, he makes it look easy in the moves. He gets to the basket. Like I said, going right, finishing with the left over a couple people. That's not easy. That's it. The things that he's doing is so beyond what I would have expected from him. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Expectations. 
Chauncey, Chauncey said on like all the smoke, like how how talented this kid was. And yeah. like, we're seeing it in small doses. But also too, it's like, <laughs> when you hear these guys like that are, that are real caliber players or coaches or whatever, and they're talking about this dude like they're talking yeah. about this dude like they're yeah. talking about this dude like he is dirty because he is dirty i mean you see some of the stuff he's doing you know whether he's shooting from mid-range or whether he's shooting a three or or that 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 uh dunk that he had versus the lakers where he <laughs> caught it off the rim that was stupid face at the rim exactly hey. face at the rim yeah 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 and um <laughs> we were on a so yeah. excited yeah, right. And uh, we were speaking with somebody else and they were saying that uh, they did not want Sharp to go in the dunk contest because they didn't want people to, you know, see how explosive he is and stuff. And I think I think the, the total opposite, because I think that when you're in a small market, you know, where it's tough to get free agents, when you're in a small market, you know, where the NBA season is heating up and there are still so many unknowns. Do the Blazers make the playoffs or do they get another number seven pick? When I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 free game money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Download the app now, sign up with code TBPN, place a $5 pre game money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Where people think that it's, um, yeah. Yeah, where it's, where like it's just tough just to get players, right? You, you want to expose to the world guys like Ant, you know, in a dunk contest. You want to expose guys, you know, like Dame, like, in a, you know, rapping and three-point dunk contests and like all-star games and all this stuff. Like you want to have those guys out there doing that. So I hope that Sharp goes in this dunk contest this year. And hey. I think that this dude's going to be dirty. <laughs> And I, I think as an organization, you want that, you know, the, that, that's just revenue. This dude, yeah. this dude is going to be a, a revenue driving machine for Portland. If they can get him popularized out there, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any reason why they can't, you know, mm-hmm. they're talking about, you know, Victor Wembenyama being a half a billion dollar revenue player when he comes into the league and he hasn't even played a game in the NBA yet, you know? Right. The right. stars, stars, and like that kind of excitement and talent can really, you know, help the Blazers out in more ways than just, you know, attracting um, players to the Blazers. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's like, uh, uh, I, I just love watching this guy play. You know, I, I, I love it. You know, I'm super excited that uh, we got him. Um, you know, and I think that. When we did draft him before the draft, I really wanted Portland to draft him, and I was super excited to get him. You know, because I think that, uh, you know, for how his, his his personality is, you know, one of the the knocks that I consistently read about him is, oh, you know, he just looks like he doesn't care. You know, he looks like he's, uh, you know, very quiet and stuff like that. And and I I never really heard people have that same. Uh, conversation or you know rhetoric about ant um, but i think that yeah these like these are like the type of guys that are just you know quiet just cool guys that you want here in portland because portland's not a big going yeah. out city it's not you know one of these almost crazy places. Introverted, probably playing video games when he's- exactly like yeah. you yeah i mean you want some of this you know that's just gonna enjoy this playing video but games he's 19 just- years old too exactly he's 19 are you kidding me so it's what? like <laughs> Yeah, so it's like you you see what, you know, you see what the, the situation is here in Portland, you know, and like for me, like I just look, you know, like all these different sports, you know, you you hear about, you know, these veteran quarterbacks, you know, seeing rookie quarterbacks getting drafted and those guys are not coming in and giving tutelage to, to these new right. players. Right. You know, you you see these these some of these vets and stuff that that don't want to help out the team but it's like you know, with dame like he's here and he this organization is so blessed to have this dude <laughs> like just I can't, this is this is like blasphemy but i can't help but like you know i'm worried about his health so i'm like what would 
in my mind, even though I don't want this to happen, like what does it look like if you trade Dame and then you plan on the future round sharp and, and, and so, yeah, it's like obviously you don't want to do that because we got Grant now and I, I love watching. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this is the most excited I've been about a Blazer team since 2000. In a long time, yeah. You know, we have some some good pieces and, you know. Uh, so, speaking of Grant, I've heard that, you know, Grant's dealing with some injuries and Hart and Simons and Winslow and Eubanks and Nas and Keon and Dames out and GP2. And it's like, man, it's tough because... Uh, you know, like we we talked about earlier, like we've seen the the peak of the season. You know, we've seen you know what this team could have been at, but it but it just seems like it's injury after injury after injury. And like I'm just thinking to myself, like if we're hovering around, you know, 500 ish, or you know, a couple games below, and then knowing what's up and coming, like in this draft, you know, with Scoot, and then with Wimbanyana. I'm just almost wondering, yeah, yeah, I'm an easy, you know, like, I'm just wondering that if, if at one point, you know, if Dame's in and out of the lineup, you know, because he's hurt, like, do they almost just sit Dame and sit Nurk again and just be it's like, just too, it's too late at that point, because there's going to be, there's, there's going to be three or four teams that are already that only have 10 to 20 wins. Yeah, yeah. So we're at around 500, that means we're going to be right around 40 wins, which I think this is a possibly a, a high 40s, 50 win squad when they're healthy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think at that point it's too late. And I think we've already kind of made the decision that hopefully we can get healthy at the right time. Make at, If we made the plan, I would be confident about going yeah. to anybody in the West, really. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a long season, like we were saying, you know, so it's... Yeah. Uh, it's just going to be tough keeping everybody healthy and focused and, and together and just keeping that identity, you know, and I just think there just hasn't been continuity for the season yet. So once they find that, I think they're going to be fine. Yeah. As yeah. As long as our main guys are healthy. Exactly. Yeah. We, we just got to get those guys healthy um, and just go from there. We'll see. But it's like you, you look at teams, you know, like the Lakers and the Warriors and to me, you know, like it kind of seems like they found their rhythm, uh, you know. A little. Both a those teams. It's too early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've been watching them. They're, it, it's too early for that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, both those teams, you know, like in their, their last 10, they're, they're seven and three. And yeah. uh, for me, I love Westbrook. Like I know, like that's a, I, I know it's like a blasphemy thing to say, like out here in Portland, but dude, like to me, I would not, that's, that's somebody that I would not want to play with, but just to watch him play, you know, like you never see him resting, like whether it's during a game or whether he's resting just to relax, you know, and take it easy and miss a night or two. Like that dude plays like a dog every single game of the season. I agree with you. I, I've appreciated him for forever. Last year was the only time where I started questioning, like, <laughs> oh, bro, you kind of disturbed the criticism and just like, you just got to put your head down and get better. And, you yeah. know, like you went to L.A. and yeah. L.A. is going to be like that. If you go to a major market like that, that's just what you're going to be in for. And you're on a team who won a championship recently and they are expecting championships. It's not we're going to playoffs and we're good. It's like if it's not a championship, it's not a successful season. And if yeah. you if you're gonna buckle under like the fan pressure, like you might want to find another spot. But I appreciate what he's been able to do as far as uh, you know, come off the bench and take a new role. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looked, a little, looked a little rough out there at first when he wasn't shaking his teammates' hands and stuff. During- nah, like he's he he wasn't shaking their hand like he wasn't sitting like in the huddles like during timeouts like he was just in his own world you know and i think that uh you know like uh like a player like russell westbrook like a player like alan iverson and mellow like at at certain stages like in your career like you kind of got to look at yourself in the mirror and be like yo like i'm not that guy anymore like i, I gotta come off the bench you know type type thing um you know and i think that for for somebody like him too like that must be so hard just to uh, you know, kind of take a step back, you know, and think like, man, yeah. like maybe, you know. Former MVP. Yeah, right. I mean, right. It, it works better for him, though, because LeBron, LeBron's ball dominant. AD needs the ball and he needs mm-hmm. them. So, like, mm-hmm. something's got to give. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't going to be LeBron who. who oh. 
who ain't who we have to congratulate by the way who just passed magic for the assist <laughs> assist that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing this guy could could go down being what like top five and like multiple categories ever or you know yeah i mean he's a points and assist now if i think it was five or something like that crazy dude crazy. that's so incredible that's so crazy to think like you know this dude you know was kind of he was uh you know like when he 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 came out of high school you know his his thing was scoring um you know to, for him to be passing up all these guys that were just scores and now he's you know top five and assists or top 10 assists or whatever is amazing. We will never see that ever again. I would be surprised. He's uh, he's done so good at taking care of his body. Like I've, I've never expected to see somebody that's his age to be able to still jump and move the way he does. Like he's going to get injured a little bit, but the way his body still can get up and move around, it is wild. He's, wild. So he, you know, good he, for him. Yeah, I mean, he's he's going to be 38 uh, at the end of this month, uh, you know, and seeing seeing how he's still rising up and getting some of these crazy dunks, you know, and how he's moving like he's still moving, like, it, you know, like it goes to show how serious, you know, he, he takes, you know, basketball and how uh, serious he is, you know, with this eating and with this working out and stuff, because again, like, this dude's like never had like a serious injury. Like he's never missed a, a season, you know, like 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 yeah. KD or like, you know, some of these other guys. And that's a testament to his training and to the people that he has around him because I get hurt just getting out of my truck. Like I, I, I get hurt I, just- I wake up with a new injury. Yeah, right. Like I got, I got hurt five years ago and i'm still feeling it right right now like this is this is crazy man and um i don't know so i just think you know for me nobody will ever be be better than jordan but just to see you know some of the things that lebron's doing whether it's on the court or whether it's off the court you know with the schools or you know some of the things that he's he's doing you know with helping some of his friends you know become uh successful and stuff like that shows a lot you know He's a good ass dude, and he's he's had an amazing career, and I'm I hope it lasts longer. I mean, I don't know what the league is going to look like without him. I was just thinking about that today, and how the league has been absolutely blessed on this dude's the longevity of his career. Like, are you kidding me? Like, it's it's going to be 2023, and LeBron is still basically the face of the league. Like, these young guns are coming up, but it's still LeBron's league, which is wild. Like, so like they were going to be irrelevant this year right right so i mean when when lebron leaves who would you say is going to be the new face of the nba it's tough right because you would think like a luca or a jaw but it just to me that doesn't feel right i don't know it's just a feeling maybe it's just because i don't really like those organizations as much like i do like the bot and stuff but as a in Portland, she's like, I just want to beat them so bad. <laughs> I actually, I don't know how long job will be, you know, could go without getting severely injured. Like, right. so explosive. It's, it doesn't seem natural. <laughs> no. To be that explosive. Um, it's like, it reminds me of Derek Rose a little bit. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, where at like any minute, it's a good thing he's light. It's a good thing he's 170 pounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what about you, man? The the face of the NBA, man. I would probably say Giannis. It should like be, I, but it's, huh? like, it should be, but it's like he's not that likable throughout the league for some reason. Yeah, Just, his game is tailored. But I agree, he's the most dominant for sure. Yeah, so I'd say Giannis or maybe Luca. Or, or something like that but it's just tough because it's like we've seen you know Giannis winning and stuff you know we've we've seen him you know being dominant and putting up Shaq numbers and yeah. you know uh but somebody like <laughs> right exactly pushing down ladders and stuff like that like but um man but with with Luca like he basically has nobody around him like and he's falling yeah, and he's 40 point triple doubles. That dude is like, like I 
I love watching that dude play because I mean, for me, like, I was never able to jump or be fast or anything. So, so like, I I had to learn how to use, you know, everything, my like elbow, and shoulder, and stuff like that, you know, to get moves and stuff off. So it's like to watch this dude play, you know, that's six seven or six eight, and he can't jump over a phone book, but he's just so skilled at creating space um is amazing and for yeah. me he's like you can, yeah right and he's killing like he's he's stepping back you know from 30 like he's he's dunking on people and stuff and i love watching that guy play and i hope you know they can get some talent you know around him you know because i think that you know once they do the the sky is the limit for that dude my question is my question in that for this question is uh can you make a foreign player foreign born player face of the nba like is that is are they gonna allow that right now like yeah i don't know man on the road right but like there is something about like the face of the nba has generally always just been a a dude from the usa yeah 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 i mean i don't know but there's just so many of the like top players, you know, are foreign born, you know, whether it's Giannis or whether it's the Joker or, or yeah. Luca. Um, who would you say is the best duo now? You know, cause back in the day, you know, we had Stockton Malone, you know, we had sure. maybe Drexler Hakeem, Jordan Pippen. We had, you know, all these different duos, but, but now like, what would be your, your top current duos? If healthy, probably Paul George and Kawhi, but since they can't get a game, <laughs> I would have to pass on them. But like, you know, if you were just looking at, looking down at a piece of paper with names, it, they've got to be up there. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, if LeBron wasn't 150 years old, I would say him and AD. And yeah. Because I think at one point, A.V. was a, a top five player in the league. Mm-hmm. And Le- it was like him and LeBron were like one, two. It felt like that year they won the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I probably wouldn't say them either. So. <laughs> see, it, see, it's tough because I think that, uh, you know, we 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 dealt, you know, with, with the super teams, you know, for so long. And I feel yeah. like going into the season you know in previous years like you could just look at a team and be like yo like this team's gonna be in the finals you know it's gonna be a lebron team it's gonna be a warriors team or something so i think now there's just so many variables and i think now it's like who knows who's gonna win the 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 championship this year and to me so as a fan like that's exciting you know i think that's a good thing to have it's a testament to how good role players have gotten over the years too Yes. Players are so much more talented than they have ever been. Like if, <laughs> yeah. if that has been if, if that has been the change in the NBA, like I I don't know. I don't I can't think of a bigger change than role players just becoming so much better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean guys, everybody can shoot now. Everybody can shoot. Um man, but I mean as as far as duos, like I, w- I would have to put Kawhi and Paul George up there, but still it's tough, you know, because those guys are just always hurt. Like, I know, I know. They're they're always hurt. So, I mean, obviously, like, you you got to put Clay and Steph. Um, you also... Now, I don't even know if they, they can make it, though. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's tough, too, but, but also, too... Um, Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. Dude. I'm a fan. I told you before. Those guys are some dogs. Yeah. <laughs> dude, those first 10 games, too, they were playing. I think they were getting 30, 30 points, 25 points, 10 assists apiece. Like, dude, right. And then they're talking shit. Like, exactly. And and the the thing that I like, too, is Murray's from like the, the Seattle area. So, I mean, for me, man, I'm always going to root for, for Northwest yeah. players. Yeah. Um, That's right. Somebody else that I'd say is uh, Giannis and Chris Middleton. So, I mean, we we've seen them win. Um, you know, yeah. they have they have you know yeah. they they they've got a pretty good team. Um, but I mean, overall, if you put a gun to my head and like I had to pick, 
I would have to go with uh, Tatum and Green, man. 100%. I think you're right. <laughs> or Brown, I mean. Brown. Yeah, Jalen. Yeah. Like, yeah Jaylen you're 100%. You're 100%. I don't know why I was forgetting about Boston. They're the best team in the NBA right now. Dude, those guys are young. They're also they're, they're athletic. They're they're still good without email and stuff like that. And it's 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 fun to watch them play too. Like yeah. So for me, Tatum and Brown, it's crazy because I feel like a lot of people would disagree with that. I think uh, you know some people might might say Jor- uh, Joker and Porter, or you know some people might say that's wild. Yeah, I mean that's wild. Who knows, man? But uh, I, I think you're right, though. I think you're right, dude. Because those guys are dogs, and they can pretty much do everything on the court. And honestly, wing players are the most dominant players in the league. When you have really good wing players, you have a really good, good shot at making it to the NBA Finals. Yeah, and and uh, like you see, you see even like the Joker or Embiid, like those guys can't do it all themselves. They're not. Yeah. Prim- ball handlers you need really really talented a three or a two mm-hmm. if you don't have that you're not going to do it that's why cj and dang like yeah do it because you need a you need a borderline superstar in that one of those two positions to do, do anything and, and tatum and could right and, and tatum could potentially be an uh be the mvp so, i mean obviously he's oh. he's gonna be an all-star but i mean think about it like we we didn't even mention that a duo like Harden and Embiid. I mean, we didn't mention KD and Kyrie. I know. That's crazy. That's actually wild. <laughs> Those two are in the back of my mind. Yeah. You know, you know, um, Tatum. I think Sharp has a little Tatum in him, too. Oh, man. I hope so. I, I think hope. so. Like, t- Tatum is a big dude, though. He's like 6'10. Yeah. Hopefully he moves like he's six six. Right. Like you you talk about how how some guys, you know, like a, a Josh Hart or maybe like a Justice Winslow play bigger than they are. But to see, you know, somebody like Wembanyana or somebody yeah. like 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 a Tatum play smaller because they're so agile and they can do like so much yeah. with the ball, you know, I think that's key. You know, hopefully at at some point, you know, we'll be talking about Ant and Sharp being, you know, one of the best duos. And I think, you know, with their age, you know, with some of the tutelage, you know, that 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 Dame, you know, has given them at some point, you know, they 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 could be up there. Maybe I be I might be eating that hot ass chip with Tim. Maybe I haven't seen what the Pelicans been doing recently. Have you have have you seen any stats or seen any games? I have not. I CJ, have not. CJ Early looked like he was still pretty inefficient. Because um, they were kind of like winning a couple, losing a couple. Yeah. But uh, so I just checked the score for the Blazer game. And Blazer fans, they won 116-111. Yeah. Um, looks like Ant had 45 on 15 and 25 shooting from the field, 7 and 12 from 3. So, I mean... Ants out there playing, playing like a dog. It looks like uh, Grant had 33 with five assists. Nurk had 15 and 14 boards. Um, Sharp had six points and four four rebounds. But I mean, hopefully at some point, you know, we can see some more. Honestly, to see a banged up Blazers team be able to come together and win games like this, and they've been in a lot of games that they've lost. They haven't really mm-hmm. gone out. You know, they kind of can make a game ugly or really hang in there. And so, mm-hmm. dude, I like this team a lot. I, like this I team. do too. I do too, man. I'm I'm so excited to see how <clears throat> things can turn out with these guys. Um, uh, so, so now we're going to do a little mailbag um and this is from mission and and mission wants to know if we see Nurkic being a good fit for the blazers what do you think good fit for now and the future or just in general let's just say in general um 
I do. I, th I think his contract is very friendly. And I, I think just watching him play a little bit this year that, you know, he's very valuable to this team. Mm -hmm. uh, big body. He actually moves up and down the court pretty well. I'm always really surprised on how quickly he gets back after a miss. <laughs> right. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and I, I think he could, if he took the opportunity, I feel like he could be like a Draymond anchor. You know, mm -hmm. I would actually like to see when the playoffs come, him play more than 29 minutes. I would like to see him like 33 to 35, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. maybe maybe get Winslow down a little bit, you know, so he doesn't have to play so much. But I, I think I think Chauncey will really dial in those lineups. And I, I think I think Nurk is very valuable for now. And then, you know, any kind of run that we have, we absolutely need him. Dude, I love Nurkish. <laughs> for him for him to be that big and to be able to run some of these DHOs and stuff like that, that he's running, um, you know, he has soft touch, you know, maybe at times his, his touch is too soft. You know, he's, he's throwing up some of these shots that I used to throw up, but I mean, he, he wants to be here. Dame actually likes playing with him. You know, I like to watch him run the, the pick and roll and stuff, you know, with Dame. Yeah. Um, he's a good passer. Dude, he's a good passer. Like he's a good shooter. Uh, you know, he's got good, good touch. You know, his his touch, you know, around the basket could could probably be better. Um, you know, but I think that, you know, when 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 we're we're watching some of these guys, you know, maybe like Westbrook, you know, be being guarded or Ben Simmons, it's like guys don't even respect them, you know, like when they're dribbling the ball or, you know, when they're coming down like on the offensive end. But with Nurk, you have to respect his shot. Um, you know, and I think that for for somebody like me, and you know, maybe for for somebody like you too, uh, you know, we we played the game in college, you know, and I think that I've dealt with my injuries, and you've dealt with your injuries, and I've been dunked on, and you've been dunked on, you know, and whatever else. And I just think that to, to see some of the injuries that this dude has sustained, <clears throat> like his his leg, you know, was you know his bone was going through the skin, you know, during the game, you know, and I think for him to come back and play around that is pretty amazing. You know, he's been dunked on a lot in life, and when I got dunked on, I didn't even want to cross the half court line again, you know, to, to try to play defense, you know, and I think he's still trying to defend everything, you know, and put his body in the way, and that's what you want from your center. Like you want him to not worry about that, and well, I love that from him. I'm I'm totally with you and like kind of like we were saying before too you don't need a superstar big mm -hmm. serviceable big mm -hmm. he's a game changer you know especially when he's really playing well mm -hmm. and and the game is flowing through him I think I think the team is really good with him so I, and I just don't see if you replace who would you replace him with I mean you can't because it's like if if you want to you know try to re-sign you know some of these players we have to re-sign like we have to bring back grant you know and i think that if you want a player like uh rudy uh gobert you're gonna have to pay him uh, you know and i think that for what nurkic is for what we're paying him and for him wanting to be here we are damn lucky to have him absolutely uh, absolutely because so the next a grant, a grant is way more important <laughs> hell yeah definitely definitely so the next question from the mailbag we have from Mike Barnhart. And and Mike wants to know, do you think Damian is the most loyal NBA player? Yes. Do you and think do you think he's the most loyal NBA player ever? Ever. Ever. If he stays with Portland this entire time, <laughs> this might be. It, I I think it's too early to tell. Uh, yeah. so, um, I've I wouldn't be surprised if stuff blew up if he eventually did leave Portland. I, you know, I wouldn't blame him to try to to try to win because he's done so much for this organization. If he finished his career here, start to finish, I would say yes. I mean, who else? Does Nobody. I can't think of anybody. Nobody. And that's the thing. Like it's 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 easy to talk about players being loyal when you're in a bigger market. It's right. easy to talk about players being loyal when you're in the championship race you know what i mean like when you're a guy like kobe when you're a guy like dirk when you're uh, you know guys like curry and thompson and green you know they're in bigger markets and there's more things to do and you're winning you know championships and stuff but it's like 
Damien, like, I love Damien. Like, Damien's my favorite Blazer of all time. Like, I would say him, Rashid, and Zebo. Um, but honestly, I mean, to me, I mean, it's no question now. Damien's, to me at least, the, the, the most current NBA player that's the most loyal, you know, and I think, you know, especially, you know, when you see some of these guys just bouncing around, you know, from team to team to team, you know, and they're trying to build up their teams and it's not working out for them. They're blaming the franchises and then they're demanding trades. You know, Dame just just met with uh, James and Davis uh, like two or three seasons ago or something like that. Right. They uh, they uh, flew him down to L.A. and they had that, that little meeting, you know, where they're trying to convince him to come down and join them. And the dude was still like, nah, because I want to win here in Rip City. You no, know, it was it was tempting though. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, it's tempting though. So, um, I mean, it, it is a. He has this crazy dynamic because it's like trials and tribulations in Portland. You know, it's it's not all roses. It mm, in the city, it roses. is it is a lot of fucking rain, and and <laughs> it, his entire career. Yeah. You got to commend a dude like that who had like, because I would compare, I would say another loyal player is like a, a Curry, right? He's probably going to yeah. be in Golden State forever, but it's easy for him to be in Golden State because he's won four championships. Exactly. Done right by him in his entire career. So it's easy to be loyal. I think, I think you got to give Dame the nod because it, it can't be that easy to be loyal to the city of Portland all the time. Like, like, like if he left, people would be like, I get it. Dude, if, Right, like if if he left, I kind of wouldn't blame him. Like I'd kind of be like, "Yo, like go get yourself a ring." You know, go do you? I'm still rooting for you, man. Yes, I so I I, I will root for that dude until the end because he yeah. gave everything that he had. Like that dude has battled through injuries and battled through like a multitude of different things just to come out and lace it up and you know kind of change how how people look at Portland. For sure, he's put Portland. He's put Portland more on the map than you know we've had been in the past. I mean, just being so multifaceted and just being the dude who he is. Like, uh, I mean, we've been lucky as as Blazer fans, and um, I just I just hope he heals up. And you know, he's he's got quite a few good years left. I hope so too. G Gary, my guy, I love you. Love Thanks you too, for joining man. me. Shout out to G, the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you, our listeners, social media followers, and Busted Bucket Busters. Thank you, guys. Appreciate y'all for listening. Oh my guy. Love you, too. Love you, too, man.